dear best friends, the only thing I knew when I started writing this letter was that I miss you and that I wanted to write you a letter. I didn't know quite how I wanted to start or what I wanted to say. I know you don't do cutesy things. Please, you nearly do hugs. It's funny to me. I am an extremely touchy person. I need hugs and kisses. I need someone grabbing my hand when they're telling me that everything is going to be okay. Physical touch is very important to me. You, on the other side, don't like it as much or at all. Every time we hug, I can just picture you standing like Sheldon Cooper in my mind. But yet, regardless, I've always, always felt very comfortable in your company. After trying for a while, I now remember the first time I acknowledged your existence. I am not saying the first time I met you because that I don't remember. You've been a part of my life for so long, I truly do not remember. But the first time I acknowledged you was when one of my friends asked which of the three guys she was going to name I found cute. She said you and two other guys. And I asked who you were. She proceeded to point at you. And I said, oh, that's his name. And then I did not choose you. Anyways, a couple months passed and then we started having conversations here and there. But it wasn't until a few years later that our friendship really developed. And that happened because one time we sat down and talked about the world, politics, equality, philosophy, history, and everything. I was completely hooked by your mind, your opinion, your points of view. I was mesmerized. I do not mean to sound cocky, but for the first time, I looked at someone and I thought, this person knows so, so, so much more than me. Before that, I had intelligent friends and intelligent conversations with people my age. But none that ever really challenged me, none that made me doubt myself and my knowledge, none that made me want to learn more just to be ready for the next conversation. None quite like you. You are, and always have been, extremely intelligent. And I learned that the first time I actually sat down and talked to you. But little did I know that that intelligence wasn't restricted to academical intelligence. You prove yourself useful for dating advice and emotional and psychological help. You were and are a loyal, honest friend who would rather tell me the truth, even when it might hurt, than lie to me just so it'll be easier for you. After the first six months of our friendship, I knew it would last. Until this point in our story, I've been right about that. I like to think that I help you as much as you've helped me. Life isn't always easy. 
but the moment in which I realized I don't have to go through it alone was the moment I realized how lucky I am to call people like you family. When you were at your absolute worst, I wouldn't leave your side, not even for a second. And when I was struggling to even get out of bed, you called and said something I will never forget. You said, Don't you get it? I am never leaving. There is nothing you can do to break this friendship. I am not leaving your side because you're in a bad place. I am not quitting on you just because you don't know how to smile or have fun or be interesting. Our friendship is more than interesting conversations and good jokes. You were there for me in the hardest part of my life. And even if this recovery takes a hundred years, I am going to be there every single day. I always replay this conversation in my head. And I ask myself if you remember that, if you know how much effect that had on me, how much effect it still has on me today. I've moved on from that dark, foggy, gray, sad, blurry part of my life. But those words still have an effect in my life and in the people I choose to let into my life. Because I deserve friends and partners and family members that won't quit on me when things get hard. That would stick with me until I can crawl my way out of that sadness or anger or stress or whatever it might be. I am not only extremely grateful that we have found each other but I am grateful for all the people in your life and the fact that I am not the only one that can see your greatness, potential, and kindness. One time, I was talking to a mutual friend of ours, and he said that he didn't quite understand how you had so many friends, but not like acquaintances, like real friends. He couldn't understand how everybody told you their secrets and how no one had a bad thing to say about you. I responded, when you have such a kind, honest, loyal soul, and you mix that with a brilliant mind, people can't help but to want you in their life. I need to be honest. When you talked about me, about your other best friends, and you used the term best friends, I would always get so jealous so freaking like jealous like if you talk to me about your girlfriends I was thrilled to hear about them and how much you love them but the second you said a person was your best friend I would turn green in jealousy I was like um excuse me I'm your best friend but eventually I realized you have always been there for me and have always let me be there for you. You've never failed on me, not even once. And if you're able to have this sort of friendship with that many people, that just makes you more of an amazing friend and human. And I am not about to let a little envy get in the way of that. So I'm just glad that so many people value and adore you, just like I do. You are destined for greatness. 
and even if you hate it when I call you a genius or a Nobel Prize winner in the making, I need you to know that you are destined for greatness, both in your personal life and in your professional life. Don't ever forget it. And if you ever doubt it, don't hesitate to call, because I'll be happy to remind you. Missing you deeply, one of your many best friends. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Let's keep growing this community and let's reach as many people as we can. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you on Friday. Have a nice day.